I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. I'm Raul, and I'm here with the Catch Wrestling Alliance, and we keep real wrestling alive. Thank you very much for joining me, uh, no matter where you are, whether you're watching us on Twitch or YouTube or listening to our podcast. Uh, thank you very much, and um, you know, feel free to, especially if you're watching live, you know, feel free to um, add any questions or comments into the the chat box or whatever. Um, you know, I should be able to see them. I'll go ahead and pull the chat up right now. So just in case anybody um, wants to send a question or whatever, just go ahead and send it. Um, I'll be here and I should be able to see it. <laughs> All right. So uh, first things first. So um, w- next week starts the class, or actually the two classes that I'll be teaching at UCLA. So at, that's going to be at the John Wooden Center uh, here on oh, here in Los Angeles. Uh, on UCLA campus. Um, so I will be teaching both catch wrestling and Chinese kickboxing, which is called Sanda, so S-A-N-D-A. So Chinese kickboxing is actually what really got me into catch wrestling because um, Chinese kickboxing, not only does it have striking, obviously, because kickboxing, but it has a lot of takedowns. So it's a really good transitional style or a good style, like a good base style where you can uh, punch, kick and stuff and then uh, throw throw down, right? So um, uh, that would be um, like, I think it's one of the best things that got me into um, like catch wrestling because like I was like when I was back when I was at, at UCLA as a student, um, we always had these different martial art classes and then um um uh like i would try the jujitsu and then all of a sudden um like it just didn't like work out so well or at least you know i did really well and without uh like really trying like or at least doing their their stuff and so um let me see there's a problem with the video okay here we go okay so Sorry, I got kind of sidetracked. The video seemed to go out to go out at least on my end. Okay, so I think it's back. So hopefully you can see. But basically, just with the sanda and like the Chinese wrestling background that I had, I was able to do. I was able to do really well in the jujitsu classes that we had at UCLA. So that's what made me want to research like what else is out there in the world of grappling. Um, because like, I wasn't necessarily so interested in that like freestyle and folk style stuff because yeah, no submissions. So I wanted something that had submissions and uh, that's when I eventually found catch wrestling. So anyway, starting next Monday, I will be back at UCLA teaching Sanda like I used to teach and 
now catch wrestling as well. So I'll be teaching two classes there. Um, I, I believe anybody can join the gym. So um, I'm not sure all, all those, those, those logistics or whatever, but uh, because it is a public university, uh, you know, the, the public can join the gym. It's not just for students or, or even um, uh, like the professors and stuff. Basically anybody who registers or signs up for uh, their passes can uh, join the grappling or take all the grappling classes. Which is pretty cool. I think they have like a grappling pass and then like a kick or like a striking pass. So you can take boxing and on the various styles of kickboxing and the Sanda class. Uh, so it seems like a pretty cool deal. This is definitely new from when I was teaching um, because you just have to register per class. But I think now they're making it where I think also you can get a make sure you get a good workout because like say if I think especially for students, like if you have a test or something uh, and you're unable to make your like Monday class, but since you have the grappling pass, then, um, you know, you can take another grappling class maybe later on that evening or whatever. So, uh, it's pretty cool, even though it might not be like a catch wrestling, like if you miss your catch wrestling class, you won't be able to take it until the next time it's offered. But, you know, at least you might be able to do, uh, one of the many other styles that they have there. I think they have like even judo and of course, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and whatnot. So I'm sure there's probably even more styles that they have. Um, so yeah, that's why they put them all like as a bundle. So it seems pretty cool. seems pretty cool. Um, so anyway, let's go ahead and get to the topic. So this kind of came up during the week since, uh, the, since I seen you last. Um, and this is why I encourage everyone to like, uh, put in your questions and comments, uh, because yeah, it actually sparks, uh, conversation. And then also, um, you know, we get to talk about it here on the live stream. Um, so what happened since I'd seen you last was the question came up about like, like, like since various organizations are using the words catch wrestling, or at least the title catch wrestling. But, um, if they, in their events, they have just a wide variety of rules. So at what point does it, is it not catch wrestling anymore? Or is it just all catch wrestling? Right. So uh, this is the thing. So I think, we, so let me go and give you a little bit of my background because that also comes up. I just want to make sure that you guys know that I'm not just like uh, making stuff up or I'm not just talking randomly or whatever. Uh, uh, I have, you know, over 10 years experience in catch wrestling. Um, I, you know, trained at Wigan, the real home of catch wrestling. Um, I've trained with several of the, like, Billy Riley's wrestler. So Billy Riley trained wrestler. So that means like if you, if you're kind of new to catch wrestling, uh, I think because of a lot of marketing and stuff, you might've heard of Carl Gotch or Billy Robinson. Um, so their teacher is a man named Billy Riley. So I've trained with several of Billy Riley's students. So not just, not just uh, Billy Robinson or whatever, uh, several people. So and then also I am, um, you know, there's the, the American lineage. So it came from, the catch wrestling came from England and then came through um, to the United States. And so then the lineage holder of, in the United States is John Strickland. So I'm also uh, like certified through John Strickland as well. You know, he and I have known each other for a long time. Um, you know, he's come out to do trainings and stuff here in Los Angeles um, you know, several times now, along with Roy Woods, who's actually the, the, 
successor of Billy Riley. So I've had him here in Los Angeles. And, you know, I've also, you know, went to England, um, you know, so anyway, I have a lot of experience. So uh, there's actually like an educated opinion that you're getting. So it's not just some random person, some, not just some, like, this is what, this is what you see a lot of times. You, you see a lot of people who come from a jujitsu background or a, uh, like a no-gi perspective. And then they they have plenty of opinions uh, about catch wrestling, but they don't really know much about it, right? So uh, that's not what you're getting here, right? So even though I've done jujitsu uh, and I still do jujitsu, right? I still train in no gi. Um, so like I think this is probably one of the most educated opinions you're gonna get. But okay, so going back to our our topic is so. One of the things that came up was was the whole idea that um, so say like if you have a, a catch wrestling tournament and then um, like then they allow you to be on your back like for longer for a longer amount of time or if you have someone in guard which you know someone might term like body scissors or something like that they might use, they might not say guard they might say something else that's um, more catch wrestling like but you're not you're not getting pinned if you're if you're tr attempting these like submissions or if you have someone in guard uh and you know you, you add points so again traditionally catch wrestling didn't have points uh and catch wrestling has pins um but um so if you're seeing and then last week one of you guys added uh, asked like what about wearing gi is it still catch wrestling so if you're seeing if you're seeing some things that um are like are also the kind of make taking away a lot of say like allowing guard it just means that you're not wrestling anymore right um because you're not doing pins right so it, you have to be past the guard uh to get a pin but then how can you you know that, that becomes like less and less clear because you know maybe maybe you're in half guard and you pin somebody but you know they it's still guard right so Anyway, they start opening, they start going down a slippery slope and it goes further and further away from the essence of catch wrestling. And so there's actually a term that Frank Gotch, like a real Gotch, right? The, the American uh, catch wrestler, catch wrestling champion, Frank Gotch called it the code of catch wrestling. And so I think I was first exposed to this type of thinking, like the, the code of like how catch wrestling is done by a lot of the old timers that I met, right? So these, the wrestlers who were trained by Billy Riley, or um, even um, I had a chance to speak with Billy Wicks the, the before he passed away. Um, that is the kind of the American lineage holder before John Strickland um, took over at American Hook Wrestling. So um, these are the types of things that, uh, so like the old timers, they were all kind of like in, the, in unison in their way of thinking and but it's only like the this kind of like this generation or whatever at least people nowadays who are trying to promote it um who try to mold it to uh, like what might what they think might be popular right or what might might make it uh, seem more attractive to like say like someone who does jujitsu or something like that so um um so that's kind of what that's kind of we can leave that like there and then the other thing i want to bring in is like the evolution of catch wrestling because so 
again, so like catch wrestling had its its origin, right? And it was much more rudimentary. So it was more for like uh, they they'd even allowed kicks. It never allowed strikes. Um, uh, but then you could also even like say if someone shot in to try to do like a double leg, you can still do things like guillotine. But a lot of times you would you would want to uh, uh, still try to throw them down and get that pin. So still much more pin oriented. And then later in the 1800s, it had kind of a reformation. So uh, chokes were definitely barred and also the kicks, like strikes were never allowed, but like, you know, with, the, with your hands. But, um, uh, you know, it had, it had a little bit of a uh, evolution there. And then, but it still kind of had almost like the, it reached its final form kind of like this idea where it was at its pinnacle and it was a certain, it was done a certain way. And that was like, that became what Frank Gotch called the code of catch wrestling. And he said that uh, when he was talking about uh, having won a grappling tournament before he met uh, Farmer Burns, his, his main coach. And so he says that um, to win by choking someone is not like something you should be proud of. And um, it wasn't because it wasn't until he finally started training with Farmer Burns that he learned the code of catch wrestling, right? So that's a pretty famous quote from uh, from Frank Gotch uh, about like what kind of catch wrestling is. But another thing that Frank Gotch stated, or at least he wrote in his wrestling book, was that even at that time, uh, catch wrestling being much more like aggressive than I, I believe even much more aggressive than what uh, we see today in Nogi. Um, Frank felt that at his, in his day, right? So this is like the, uh, before 1918. So the book was published in 1918, but he died uh, about that same year. Um, but um, he felt that in super ancient time, or like you know, ancient Greece or whatever, he felt like a, a long time ago. The the wrestlers were much more aggressive, right? So he felt that catch wrestling was a little bit more tame. Um, but you know, imagine if he came today and saw what was happening uh, in IBJJF or something like that, he would probably like be be rolling in in his crypt, right? So, um, but that's that's the thing. So. So in a way, it's like you see that like these all these changes that happen over time uh, go further and further away from even that pinnacle of catch wrestling. So that that time when the code of catch wrestling was developed and kind of like finalized, um, that uh, like all the different changes that came from after that point, uh, like we see like in freestyle, we see what happened in freestyle, no submissions, point game speed game you know very short time limits whereas there was no time limits uh same thing with folk style um um so you and but you see something like say along the lines of like nogi jujitsu where um that that's its own thing in a way but a lot of people are thinking like oh we're super tough and not, and not to say that you're not excellent athletes or you're withstand a lot of uh like pain, especially like in nogi, there's a um, you know a lot of emphasis in leg locks nowadays. So um, a lot of people are withstanding like ankle sprains and stuff in in matches. Uh, so to see if they can't come back and win, uh, still beat the person. So uh, not to say that there, there isn't some toughness there, but it's definitely not 
uh, as aggressive, or at least the pain compliance and all that stuff that is in like traditional catch wrestling, it's not there in in no gi jiu jitsu still to this day. Uh, no matter how like tough they think they are or whatever, because uh, that, that that's the other claims that uh, uh, that come come across our social media or that I've seen over time that you know like so a lot of times what it is is like at in your time and it's like you might be thinking like oh what we have right now is the most advanced or the most evolved but that's not always the case right so i usually talk about like or i think one of the better examples is like freestyle and folk style wrestling where you'll get people uh saying like oh this is wrestling or this is the way the ancient greeks and romans did it but that isn't that isn't the case and then and freestyle and folk style came from catch wrestling and freestyle used to be called amateur catches catch can and the word the term freestyle came from the roman languages uh their their way of saying catch wrestling which is like uh freestyle it actually it literally just translates um directly to freestyle so whether you say it in french or spanish or portuguese or whatever it still translates to freestyle so that the the name the long name amateur catches catch can uh was shortened to freestyle and so so I think that's what people have to realize. Like, if you're not looking at the history, then yeah, you just accept. You accept, like, oh sure, you can be on your back, like, in, in a catch wrestling match, and it's still catch wrestling. Oh sure, you can wear a, a gi, and it's catch wrestling. Or you can, uh, you, if you hold someone in your guard, and you know you're not pinned, you know, even though you're flat on your back. Um, so that's kind of the the some of the points that uh, you you have to. Um, you have to be looking at, right? And in, in order for you not to be tricked, right? Uh, because they're, again, they're still uh, people who are like, our, our motto, keep real wrestling alive. That came from Billy Robinson because uh, this was a letter that he wrote to our friend, Osamu Matsunami, who runs Riley's Gym Kyoto so in Japan. Um, because he had spent many years uh, training with Billy, being his right-hand man in Japan, and also training with Roy Wood and other Riley wrestlers in Wigan. Um, and so they allowed him to have that name of Riley's Gym. So that's what they used to call their gym when they were training with Billy Riley. And um, that was the thing that, or in a letter to Osamu Matsunami, that's what he wrote, keep real wrestling alive. Because there is um, that like I said, there is the code, right? There is the way of, that things were done, and it's actually still really excellent. So people might, or people off. This is the other thing that people say is like, oh, well, everything evolves and whatnot. But you have to see that um, uh, oftentimes many things evolve to be a certain way, and then, um, um, like then they can kind of devolve right so in the case of freestyle folk style even pro wrestling right um it is so far away from the root but it's not better than the original version um so i think that's another point that you have to take into consideration and you have to remember that these so it's not necessarily like ev evolution isn't always for the better right so and in the case of catch wrestling it's not there's really no way that you can say um, that it's it's like 
with freestyle or you can't say like freestyle is better than catch wrestling there's no submissions point game you know points uh short time limits all that stuff so um that's that's i rest my case your honor uh, but that, that, that's um like these are many things that you have to take into consideration as to like like you know like we even talk about like what is like different types of food and stuff where people try to say like oh it's all grappling or whatever but yet say for food um you know we have different types of cuisines and so then you're not going to call mexican food chinese food even though they might both use beans or or some chili peppers or something like that it's still uh, something different um but in the case of catch wrestling as the styles that evolved from it were more of like a uh de-evolution in a way even though they're fun to watch and you know like i watched a lot of freestyle that you know that just happened over the summertime and you've seen the videos that we do the the breakdowns of of a lot of the freestyle techniques that occurred at the olympics this past summer um so it's fun it's it's cool to see and it's it's there's a lot that it's um you know still from catch wrestling right but it, it's not cognizant of the submission holds and whatnot so that's why um that's why you'll you'll see a lot of people or you'll see like what F flow wrestling they put out their their video basically proving that um uh like grappling is better than amateur wrestling but they just they call it wrestling right so um that that is the other problem and i think we talked about it last week uh where uh, I showed you clips from Uma Fight Camp that uh, where that Uma Fight Camp was uh, discussing the differences between catch wrestling and uh, amateur wrestling, and he felt that catch wrestling, because of its its wrestling ability and the and its and its uh, understanding of submission holds, that's what gives it an edge in a fight over jujitsu. So that's as we talked about last week, but. Um, it's really great that he, or you see someone who who knows that or understands that, because I think nowadays, like, I, you know, I've seen people say like, well, uh, these other things that are using the term catch wrestling, you know, at least at least it means there's more catch wrestling out there, and better than nothing, but it's almost like, um, uh, like, <laughs> like. Uh, it's like these analogies there. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it, again, it's like Colin Brazilian Jiu Jitsu catch wrestling or, you know, where they're wearing a gi and they're on their backs. And, you know, so there's characteristics that you want to be looking for when you're looking at catch wrestling. That was the other thing. Like, um, I think it's about 10 years ago now that a really cool video was made. It's a very short documentary about Roy Wood and where he just discusses, um, catch wrestling and um, and how he states that he's just trying to keep to the ways of you know how he was taught and one of the statements that he makes is um, he says a lot of the things that I'm seeing nowadays um, so this is even 10 years ago uh, so he says so I'm sure he's seeing all these videos and whatnot uh, people who do tons of holds and whatnot and claiming that they're doing catch wrestling uh, but to someone who is an absolute expert in catch wrestling, Roy said, like, there's a lot of things going around or being shown nowadays, uh, and they're calling it catch wrestling. These things I would never, 
have considered to be catch wrestling. So um, that's again coming from an absolute expert. So your your buddy who just learned catch wrestling from some uh, YouTube video, and you know he's not an expert, right? So, but this is the actual lineage holder from the epic, legendary uh, coach Billy Riley, right? So that is an expert, and that, that that's the thing I think in the news nowadays because talking about um, you know our, the pandemic and all that. So people are are or the idea of like who an expert is is actually I'm seeing it a lot in the news and commentary and stuff like that. Again, so for catch wrestling, an expert would be someone like Roy Wood, right? That would be an actual expert, the person who who like Billy legendary coach Billy Riley who won all these. Uh, uh, amazing grappling or, you know, wrestling tournaments. And uh, you, you should totally read his, the book about him that was put out by uh, Wigan. It has a lot of great details, not only about him, uh, but a lot of the more notable wrestlers that he trained. Really amazing. A lot of great photographs, a lot of great evidence that you can see. Um, uh, not only his, um, like, philosophy but you see like the stuff that they did so that book is called uh, billy riley the man the legend i believe is I, I believe it's like or the legend the man or whatever but but funny side note in that book i'm i'm in that book right so i get mentioned um in that book too so so there right <laughs> no but at least uh, that also shows that at least my point of view is more of an expert opinion uh than just your buddy on the street or just some, especially like a person who doesn't do catch wrestling and maybe only does like no gi or whatever, and then, um, and then they think like, oh, it's all the same. It's like no, there's there's an actual style to it, and like like I mentioned earlier, there's an actual code of catch wrestling uh, that that exists, right? So even though it had like this evolution and almost like it reached its peak, and so then that peak is when. Um, like that, like the code was solidified, right? So you might have some historians. I know there's one historian that says, like, well, you know, even like it, it like that, that peak is is not real catch wrestling because of the the more primordial version was different. But you have to say, like, you have to think, like, in in with regards to evolution, again, like, say humans are kind of like actually human. Let's just keep it. Let's keep it simple, right? So you start with something more rudimentary, and then it gets to like the great point, and it can it can continue. But and like my point is that after the the solidification, then you had a little bit of degeneration, and then now is when we're trying to like keep real wrestling alive because so many other styles, um, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, like got so much more famous, right? So um you know people you know pro wrestling is still really popular and like what what happened after the olympics is that uh the men's heavyweight uh who won gold uh gable dean or gable right <laughs> the dean gable gable dan i know anyway i just know that he's named after dan gable um i totally i believe his first name is gable and i'm sorry for confusing the name because I'm, I'm just thinking Dan Gable. <laughs> so, but anyway, he just signed with uh, WWE, right? So a great move on his part because uh, what he's, I think he's just finishing, 
college and like he's already got a contract so uh, i believe he even pulled out of competing in the world championships in freestyle because uh, like yeah it was like uh he he did all he needed to do and then he got um and then he got the contract so but again um you know it's it's uh, not catch wrestling right robot jocks gable stevenson great thank you i was totally forgetting the the last name there we go thank you so gable stevenson thank you robot jocks um so uh you all robot jocks also asked me about other uh, entities that are claiming to do catch wrestling um basically i mean that i think i'm kind of giving you guidelines as to how you can evaluate for yourself right so hopefully um you can you can see like uh, based on what i've been telling you guys uh so you can see for yourself does does the the school or the entity uh, meet these criteria of what is considered to be the code of catch wrestling right because um you know they our goal is to keep real wrestling alive since that is our goal then we gotta just really keep pushing forward with the with the real message and um not really involve ourselves with too much of the uh, other people um but with that being said um you know i want to know like ultimately who wants to be competing you know some people have expressed uh, interest in doing in, in participating in one of our events so um you know just keep keep me posted about that like if anybody wants to compete uh, maybe we can try to set up some matches for you and especially if um if you're in like the LA or Las Vegas area, most likely LA is usually easier, but um, it's also kind of easy to um, to have events in Las Vegas as well. And so uh, just throwing that out there, because I know that those are the other comments we get often where they're like, hey, I want to compete. And then this, this happens so many times, like where people people say that and then uh, they say like, oh, well, you're like, you're in the West Coast and I'm in, the midwest and then so then we have like two major tournaments right in iowa in the, the midwest and then they still don't show up so uh so if you're serious you know go ahead and uh reach out you know you can comment or, or send a direct message um uh to our like our instagram and our uh facebook so usually those those i get notified about so um yeah just let us know uh, like if you're really serious, right? Uh, so, anyway, so hopefully that information kind of gives you guys a better understanding of, of like how to even evaluate for yourself this code of catch wrestling. So, when you start going even further and further away, so like one one thing, like say like striking, right? So, punching with your fists and stuff like that—that that was never part of catch wrestling, even in its more primordial version. Um, so again, you're, if you're seeing striking or people pinned and, you know, holding people in guard and stuff like that, then, um, you know, it's, it's going further and further away, even from, it's going further away from even, uh, folk style and freestyle, right? So that is a very, well, like, those are indications for you, right? Whether it's like, whether it is still catch wrestling. Right. Or, you know, so it's like, 
again, it's like, uh, like how can I make this more clear? It's like, say if you have cars, right? And you know, one is one brand, and then uh, you say you have a Toyota and a Ford, right? And then uh, you know, you can't just take the the logo off and take the logo off the Toyota and put it on the Ford, and then say like, oh, this is a Toyota. You know, it's like, it's these. Uh, there's these distinct differences even though they both might be vehicles um again you wouldn't be able to call one thing the they're, they're not interchangeable they're still different so you know the way things are done even in uh what, in different factories and whatnot are different right so i think those are my main points you know, feel free to ask any questions there are a few of you guys watching so um last time you guys are way more talkative but um so wrapped up in what I'm, what I have, right? But uh, comment because um, the other thing that I want to uh, at least mention again would be Frank Gotch's um, statement about the code of catch wrestling, and he had before he met Farmer Burns, he uh, won grappling tournament uh, by a choke, right? And then he said after he started training with with uh, farmer burns he realized that that's not like winning by choke is not a not an honorable way to win and this was the this was kind of like the the way of thinking at that time right um so he said it's not an honorable way to win and then from from farmer burns he learned the code of catch wrestling so that's more of my point where it's like like um, it, catch wrestling doesn't necessarily have to evolve to be more like nogi, right? Catch wrestling in itself is excellent. So at the, you say like at, at its pinnacle, right? It's actually very excellent. Um, but um, I think so few people really learn this code, right? That you're getting all kinds of things that happen or all kinds of things and people are calling it catch wrestling. And then, so just kind of to... Uh, uh, recap then we have an actual expert like roy wood in his documentary stating that a lot of things that he's seeing being that are, that are called catch wrestling he would never have considered them catch wrestling and this is an actual expert whose coach billy riley who coached all the famous you know wigan wrestlers he handed the gym over to coach roy um and he he stayed there actually so after he retired he would still go to the gym and watch Roy teach. And then they would still um, like talk about, you know, teaching strategies and whatnot. So um, that, that's like a real expert. That's a real, <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So I want to um, just thank everybody. Actually, we do have a few, um, a few people who join on our membership. So on our YouTube channel, we have uh, memberships available or uh, um so i just want to thank everyone who has become uh, a member um so just so you just so you know you can you can join this channel on youtube it's um you know you can just contribute i'm trying to put even some more videos so basically what you get you get more access to more of our like behind the scenes videos some of our um content that like we did like um uh, like a seminar in Humboldt, Iowa. So that's where Frank Gotch was raised. And so uh, you get access to the seminar that we did where in the park where uh, Frank trained. 
right? So, um, and we're, I'm trying to put up more and more. Actually, there's actually a lot of videos behind that paywall, so you can get more access. So if you join the channel, you get more access. You get access to those, and and we have different uh, tiers, so you get more and more access based on the tier. Um, but either way, and I really appreciate um, anybody who basically just watching you know thank you for just watching the videos and you know, but if you if you become a member i appreciate that too um because it just helps our our future endeavors um all right oh actually you guys are commenting here um all right wes wes Bosso, uh thank you for your work hope to train with you in person someday oh that'd be great so um you know, I'm here in LA most of the time, especially since uh, we're still restricted on traveling, right? So um, I'm not going anywhere. And, you know, I'll be teaching at UCLA uh, on starting Monday. Sword Tune. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's not my, not a question. But can anyone tell me the approximate timestamp to rewatch where he describes the code of catch wrestling? uh robot jocks the whole thing <laughs> great great yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that long, right? we're only at what minute 36 right um but yeah hopefully you know at least uh if you if you do watch it then hopefully i've given enough examples um to um get you to understand that so it's like there was almost like this pinnacle and then we have even people who came later so so you can think like um even Billy Riley was a little bit later. And then again, also uh, Farmer, I mean, um, Billy Robinson and Roy Wood, again, even even later, but the kind of like the mindset is still the same. So this Roy Wood, and and I would also include Billy Wicks, you know, the, these old timers were not as old. Of course, they're not, they weren't, they weren't um, as old as, uh, you know, like Frank Gotch and Burns and Burns was born in the 1800s and whatnot so um so, but you see the mentality and the the way of doing things still was the same right so that that code was you know as it evolved and reached its pinnacle then or you know it's finalized then that still transferred through time right so transferred from um you know especially from billy riley and and a lot of the wrestlers who were in the united states because billy riley uh, when he, this is a really cool story, right? Because there was a man uh, from Finland, Vino Ketonen. So he was in the United States and he trained uh, in wrestling, right? And then he ended up in Wigan later and he helped, uh, you know, Billy Riley to train. And so there was that connection between uh, Finland and um, United States and Billy Riley. So, because Billy Riley did come. Uh, to to wrestle in the United States as well, um, so there there's a lot of this kind of back and forth uh, with wrestling. But again, what I would say is that like these people, or these groups of people, still kind of uh, had a similar mentality with regards to the code of catch wrestling, and that pat that got passed down, um, you know, to the later generations. So whether it be whether it's it it was in the United States or in England. So like I mentioned, Billy Wicks, who was in the United States. Also, I mentioned uh, Dick Cardinal, who was in the United States. So they both stated that you know there's this way of doing things in wrestling um, that is very similar, if not exactly the same, as 
what you would hear, uh, even Billy Robinson stuff that he told me directly, um, or you know Roy Wood, um, also even uh, Tommy Moore, right? or no, not Tommy Moore, his son Michael Moore. Um, and so Michael Moore, I, I have some of his uh, brief uh, clips of him uh, on our channel and on our YouTube channel. You can look up Tommy Moore. And then also you'd see even after that, so we have Ian Bromley uh, kind of stating similar stuff. You can see he has like a similar mentality um, to what I'm trying to describe as being the code of catch wrestling, right? So um um, hopefully I'm giving you enough evidence and enough kind of like an idea of what this kind of idea is, where it's like the, the code of catch wrestling, what it is and the, the mentality of it or the way things are done. And, uh, so that you can kind of decide for yourself, like what is, or what is not, uh, catch wrestling or how far away from the, the code do you, do you get then? And that it's, that still makes it catch wrestling or is it just has something just crossed the line for you uh, to make it not catch wrestling. Right. So maybe we'll go ahead and leave it like that for today. Um, you know, feel free to comment and um, um, you know, again, thanks to all the channel members. Uh, if you also want to learn catch wrestling, we have the CWA Academy through our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. Um, uh, that's kind of a graduated course where it's like, you know, you're going to get access to a bunch of lessons at first, but then once you, uh, like once you demonstrate proficiency and some of the, uh, foundational techniques or the fundamental techniques, then you get more access to more advanced, uh, lessons and so on. Right. So that's on our website, catchwrestlingalliance.com. If, especially if you're not around LA or if you're not around, uh, South Carolina with, uh, John Strickland. Uh, American Hook Wrestling. Um, so, um, yeah, I guess, I guess I've I've said I've said enough, right? Um, so again, if there's anything you guys want to talk about for next week, uh, for next week's live stream, just let me know. Um, chances are, I mean, for the past couple of weeks, um, the the conversation started from from your guys' comments. So uh, you just keep them coming. You know, and so hopefully we can kind of give people a better idea of, of catch wrestling, the code of catch wrestling, and together we can help keep real wrestling alive. Thank you all.